Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, most Christians around the world are aware that historically the Jewish people have suffered a lot of persecution and mistreatment. This goes way back before the, the Holocaust, which, of course, was the, the ultimate nightmare where six million plus Jews were murdered uh, in an attempt to eradicate Jews from the face of the earth. But the psalm we're about to read was written during a time of Jewish oppression or persecution. The author is unknown. The time of the writing is unknown. And the specific situation is unknown. But it definitely speaks of a time when the Jews are seemingly abandoned by God and uh, as a people, they don't understand it. And this psalmist is crying out from this position of, of uh, feeling attacked, mistreated, fought against, persecuted, whatever adjectives you want to use. And uh, it's very powerful. He essentially is asking the Lord to come to the help of the people of Israel. Now, of course, we can apply it to our own lives as Christians, but it was written in context about the Jewish people. So let's read now Psalm 44. For the director of music of the sons of Korah, a maskil. We have heard it with our ears, O God. Our ancestors have told us what you did in their days, in long ago days. With your hand, you drove out the nations and planted our ancestors. You crushed the peoples and made our ancestors flourish. It was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. You are my king and my God, who decrees victories for Jacob. Though we push back our enemies, through your name we trample our foes. I put no trust in my bow, and my sword does not bring me victory. But you give us victory over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. In God we make our boast all day long, and we praise your name forever. But now you have rejected and humbled us. You no longer go out with our armies. You made us retreat before the enemy, and our adversaries have plundered us. You gave us up to be devoured like sheep, and have scattered us among the nations. You sold your people for a penance, gaining nothing from their sale. You have made us a reproach to our neighbors, the scorn and derision of those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations. The peoples shake their heads at us. I live in disgrace all day long, and my face is covered with shame at the taunts of those who reproach and revile me because of the enemy who is bent on revenge. All this came upon us, though we had not forgotten you. We had not been false to your covenant. Our hearts had not turned back. Our feet had not strayed from your path. But you crushed us and made us a haunt for jackals. You covered us over with deep darkness. If we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered it, since he knows the secrets of the heart? Yet, For your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Awake, Lord, 
Why do you sleep? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our misery and oppression? We are brought down to the dust. Our bodies cling to the ground. Rise up and help us. Rescue us because of your unfailing love. And so this writer begins with um, some similar phraseology that we find in other parts of the Bible, uh, saying, essentially, we've heard about you, God. Our ancestors told us what you did long ago, that you drove out the nations, that you planted Israel in the Holy Land, you gave them victory after victory. And then the psalmist makes a declaration of faith. He says, you are my king and my God, who decrees victories for Jacob. Through you, we push back our enemies. Through your name, we trample our foes. I put no trust in my bow. My sword does not bring me victory. But you give us victory over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. In God, we make our boast all day long, and we will praise your name forever. And so, friends, if we could stop this psalm right now, it would be a brief psalm of affirmation and praise and relationship with the Lord being um, pointed to as a good thing. But he goes on from here to say that now everything's changed. Uh, Circumstances have changed. Things have turned bad, and uh, the psalmist doesn't know what's going on. Verse 9, But now you have rejected and humbled us. You no longer go out with our armies. You made us retreat before the enemy. Verse 13, You have made us a reproach to our neighbors the scorn and derision of those around us. You have made us a byword among the nations, and the peoples shake their heads at us. And of course, this has happened to the Jewish people. It's happened many times, but this one is living it. This author is living it, living the disgrace, um, living the taunts of the people around them, uh, living the rejection of people who are bent on on revenge. And so the psalmist declares that God has abandoned them without a cause. Verse 17, all this came upon us, though we had not forgotten you. We had not been false to your covenant. Our hearts had not turned back. Our feet had not strayed from your path. But you crushed us and made us a haunt for jackals. You covered us over with deep darkness. And so... um, The Lord is not afraid for these words to be penned in Holy Scripture. And so under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the psalmist was led to put down what he was feeling. And these are his feelings. He goes on to say that they knew better than to provoke the Lord's wrath because they knew what could happen. Verse 20, if we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered it since he knows the secrets of their heart? And so he he says, in essence, in spite of their innocence, they're now facing um, death. Verse 22, yet for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. And so he closes with a prayer for the Lord to help them. He's asking the Lord to eradicate their enemies and to deal with this terrible situation uh, that they find themselves in while feeling rejected from God. Verse 23, Awake, Lord, why do you sleep? Rouse yourself. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our misery and oppression? We are brought down to the dust. Our bodies cling to the ground. Rise up and help us. 
Rescue us because of your unfailing love. And friends, as I read these powerful words, I can't help wonder if there were those among the Jewish Holocaust victims that were awaiting death in the concentration camps, and they were reminded of this psalm, that they felt um, they had been rejected, that they were being led as sheep to the slaughter, that they um, couldn't make sense of what was going on. And they asked the Lord to rise up and rescue them. And yet in the days of their flesh, they did not see the rescue. But friends, I can tell you that God has not rejected his people. He's not rejected his Jewish people. He's not rejected you and me. This speaks of the feelings of man, not of the feelings of God. And so man was feeling rejected. And indeed, sometimes we do feel that way in our humanity. But the truth is, the God of the Old Testament and the God of the New both have promised, I'll never leave you or forsake you. And so our God is with us. Our God is for us. But we were born into a battleground, and we've got to fight in the days of our flesh against the enemies who hate our God. Lord, we offer ourselves up to you. And Lord, I bring you specifically those who are feeling rejected by God. I bring you the Jewish people that are in terrible situations in various places in the earth. I ask you, Lord, to rise up and rescue them. May this be the generation that you come and bring ultimate rescue and redemption to. May your unfailing love be expressed to the Jews of this generation, even those living now, far beyond what others have experienced. Lord, as Christians, we intercede for your Jewish people. And Lord, we ask that what has been, may it be enough in terms of the sense of abandonment as, um, as far as the, them having to face death and being slaughtered. Lord, may it never happen again. May you rescue your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.